All opinions expressed on this podcast are solely our current opinions. And do not reflect the opinions of any companies or persons referred to on our show. Welcome to Let's Shoot the Shit, where we shoot the shit, cry a little bit, and and get get lit. lit. We're your host, Jill. And Missy. And today we actually have a special guest. A special guest. Victoria. Yo, what up from the East Coast? Oh no. Okay. Hey, I'm technically from the East Coast too, so. Yeah, East Coast buddies. You know, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And today we're actually going to be talking about like different types of personality tests and things that make you your own like individual person you know that help kind of understand yourself things that make you you yeah (laughs) (laughs) make you unique yeah okay so we're gonna be she's adorable covering zodiac signs myers-briggs enneagram and um I Did might want to talk about numerology. I might touch on numerology because I know okay. some about it, but yeah. we may have to save that for another episode okay. to go deep into it because there's a lot. Yeah, I'm okay. interested in the numerology. I've never heard of it before. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You actually like get to break down your name and also the your date of birth, okay. and it like. <clears throat> Like, each letter is, like, a number, and you, like, add them up, and it eventually, like, equals a certain number. Hmm. And so, whatever number that is, is, like, kind of, like, like, it kind of describes what kind of a person you are. It's, like, another type of, like, zodiac, almost. Okay. But it's, like, more <laughs> like a, like a math mm-hmm. zodiac, you know? <laughs> I'm not really good at math, but... Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's probably like simple math though right? yeah no just, like, adding. it's like it's like literally one to nine so oh, okay like cool. anywhere on the scale of one to nine yeah so. i guess we could uh do an icebreaker hi i'm a hufflepuff i'm a slytherin <laughs> me too <laughs> i feel like we literally are slytherins though because we like we do like bully jill <laughs> i feel like people get a bad I feel like Slytherins get a bad rap. Like, I don't view them as, like, evil or bad. Like, I just feel like Whoa. they're people that'll do anything to get what they want yeah. and also do anything to protect yeah. the people they've, like, allowed into their circle. Yeah, That's, but you know, it's kind of what I got from it. Yeah. I feel like I would identify with that. Because, like, you can be a... You can... I mean, <clears throat> what? Peter Pettigrew was a Gryffindor. And he's, like, one of the most evil people... A fucking piece of shit. ...in the Harry Potter universe, you know? So, I don't know. I feel like... I don't feel like I'm a bully. I'm more of, like, um, I, I can be aggressive. Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't seem like it. Like, but. I feel like <laughs> if I needed to call someone to, like, beat up somebody who was, like, hurting me, I'd call one of you guys. Most yeah. likely me, because like, I have all the weapons. Especially you, Misty. I feel like you're down for murder. Like, uh, for legal reasons. <laughs> um, yeah, sure, maybe. Off, I don't no. know. Off the don't podcast. Miss. Off the podcast. Okay, so what do you, what do you guys want to start with? I guess we will do our 16 personalities test. All right. So we're going to start off with the Myers-Briggs personality test. And this is the most, out of all of them, this is the most 
quote, quote, air quotes, science-based. Like, this is what psychologists actually use sometimes to help them figure out their patients more or help the patient, like, understand themselves more, you know? Yeah, because it is really in-depth. So yeah. we're it's usually, have... like, 77 questions, I believe. Yeah. Somewhere in that, you know? We're and... going to have, like, a longer episode this time, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's going to be a bitch editing it. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So we're back. Uh, Yo. I chugged half of my wine. Um, <laughs> I'm on my third beer. So I've only told- had my second four, four shots. This is part of the podcast. This is, this is the check-in where we check in <laughs> tell you how we're doing. I'm thinking about having the six shots, but I do have to drive home. It's only ten. I think I'll be okay. I, I think I'll be fine. I'll probably get judged when I get home because he's just gonna, don't like, let Heath listen to the me, podcast. He's gonna ask me how much. Just say four. Like, drink. Sorry, yeah, don't listen to lie. me. I'm so sorry. Sorry to lie. They're just like peer pressuring each other right now. Don't worry about it. Um, we're both alcoholics. Alcoholics. <laughs> I love the way you say that. Right? She says certain words so like interestingly. Oh my. God. What? How did I say that? The way that? you're aggressively chugging your wine. <laughs> How did I say that? Listen, guys. Alcoholics. Alcoholics. It's just very, like, you know. Not Southern? Yes. (laughs) All right. We're going to cut this out, right? No. Can we? No. Like, low-key, let's cut this out, though. Okay. I will cut out as much as I can. Anyway. It's not like he listens to it. Well, you never know. All right. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you have my back, Jill. Great. You're a good friend. So, for my personality type, if y'all would shut the fuck up. (laughs) So, I got um, the Advocate, which is INTJ slash T. Wait, TJ? Yeah. Oh, we're not the same then. Oh. The fuck? Interesting. Okay. For my... Y'all, y'all get ready. For my extroverted versus introverted, I'm 75% introverted. Okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, essentially it says mm-hmm. that we tend to be quite sensitive to exter- external s- stimulation, which is like so fucking true. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like if something's overwhelming for me, I'm out, bro. Like I what? save up like the whole week I'm by myself and then Saturdays I go ham with socializing then I need a week to recover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm all, I'm the same way. All right. And then for my energy, which is like our, uh, like where we direct our mental energy, I'm 75% intuitive versus 25% observant. Intuitive ind- individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, and curious. Um, they prefer novelty over stability and focus on hidden meetings and future possibilities, which really does make sense for me considering I like focus on the future a lot, especially whenever I'm worrying about stuff, you know? <sighs> and I'm also, <laughs> I'm also very open-minded. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> what? Just kill me. Take me out to the back and shoot me in the head. Okay. Okay. Like, how is that supposed to be sexual? I'm confused. Of course you're confused. Be (laughs) open-minded. Don't... Okay, whatever. (laughs) Okay, and then... So, the nature part... 
determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. I'm 75% thinking versus 25% feeling. Like, I'll look at things more objectively and realistically <laughs> instead of... What the fuck? <laughs> instead of, I like... lost my results. Oh, my God. Why are you like this? I don't know. Um, I'm more rational, and I think... Like, I have more realistic tendencies versus thinking with emotions. Even though I can be emotional because I'm a Pisces, which we'll dive into later, like, I feel like I'm more logical whenever it comes to, like, deep situations because otherwise I wouldn't be able to live. (laughs) (coughs) Can't relate. Um, It's so funny because I'm just, like, reading the next one and... (laughs) The tactics one, uh, it reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. And it says 75% judging. And I was like, <laughs> I am very judgy, but I know that's yes. not what it means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, judging, judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. Uh, they value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spont- spontaneity. Which is true whenever it comes to being at work. Like, in my personal life, girl, I do what I want. But whenever it's at work, like, I have to have a structure. Like, people can't just throw me at things, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, otherwise it'll give me anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then the last one is identity. Which, uh, this trait underpins all the others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. (laughs) And I'm 75% turbulent versus 25% assertive, which means I'm self-conscious and sensitive to stress. (laughs) Girl, I'm an 88% turbulent. Oh my god. (laughs) They're likely to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so self-conscious about everything that I do that it makes me so detail-oriented to the point to where it can, like, annoy other people. <laughs> well, it could be a positive thing in the sense that you pay attention to detail, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, some people don't, and they, like, overlook some, yeah. some things that you wouldn't, so... It's positive. <laughs> but the way that it describes it is like it's not. Like like you are self conscious and sensitive, <laughs> <know>. bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, alright. I, I think then. it's a good thing to be sensitive because But also if you're sensitive to stress, then it shows that you care, you know? Yeah. Like if you weren't sensitive at all to stress, then you're like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. And if you're you self conscious, it's like more like you're self aware. So yeah. like you're aware of certain things and you may like stress over that but you're also aware of certain things mm-hmm. yeah which some people aren't aware yeah, yeah and it pisses me off whenever people are like that i'm like how do you not care about stressful situations right? like That's i literally is. have a mental breakdown i feel like we Play all does not like care. can just like understand that because like yeah. i got 71 percent turbulent mm-hmm. too so because <laughs> i'm pretty self-conscious myself like, mm-hmm. I try to be aware of things. Well, I mean, I hate to be deep here, but, like, unfortunately, society <laughs> has raised women to be more self-conscious about literally everything they yeah. do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, like, us as women, we have to struggle already, like, mm-hmm. in society. And then, like, at work, there's, like, 
certain hierarchies and like mm-hmm. a lot of misogynistic bullshit. Like women yeah. have to be. I feel like there's this thing where women have to be like bitches to like be CEOs of companies. You know. Yeah. Like, oh, she's a CEO. She must be a fucking bitch. Like, like that's how she got on the top. Like, you know? sorry for women trying to actually succeed in their lives. <laughs> right? Like, you can fuck off if you disagree. Yeah. And you don't. And also, you don't have to be a bitch to be a fucking boss. You know? I guess we can talk about our boss, Jenny. I mean, she's like the most caring person I know. And I feel like that is such a good attribute to, like, being a manager, you know? Yeah, and, like, she, like, actually takes charge, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of my managers in the past have just kind of also been really self-conscious about the things they do. Yeah. And, like, that's why I think I'm going to love this job is because, like, she actually gives a fuck about us. Right? Versus, like... <laughs> seeing us as just a number you yeah know? like she's really caring and she is pretty emotional but i feel like when it comes time to be like all right let's get shit done like she can like snap into like you know work mode <laughs> yeah like mm-hmm. be more like aggressive which is really good wheel um <laughs> so i got infj dash t and i did find my results i thought i lost them but i found them thank god so all right i'm 64 percent introverted um which is kind of surprising. Well, okay. Like, in what way? Like, you're not as introverted as I thought you would be. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I'm extremely introverted, and mm-hmm. I was surprised that I got 75%. Really? I was like, I thought it was going to be 90 honestly. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm learning to, like, have fun and, like, not be alone all the time. Because, I don't know, maybe I thought I was introverted, but I was just depressed. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm still pretty darn introverted, but, like, I actually enjoy doing stuff now with Mm -hmm. other people. So that could be part of it. Um, And then I also got 76% intuitive, which I assumed. Like, I feel like I've always been pretty, like, imaginative and, like, I can't just, I can't just enjoy things. Like, I have to try to, like, figure out the hidden meaning behind everything, you know? Um, For example, like... (laughs) movie plots <laughs> yes. shout out to episode one yeah i literally cannot just enjoy a movie like i can't do she, it i've seen her pick up her phone and read the plot as she's watching yeah. <laughs> yes she's like, doing that with the thing <laughs> anyways and then also i'm 72 percent feeling <laughs> which i'm not surprised which is about. where me and missy are Complete opposites. Yeah. Like, totally, like, that makes sense to me now. Like, we're, because we're both pretty similar, but you're definitely, like, Like, I'll come over, and you'll, like, be having a mental breakdown, and I'm like, okay, who do I need to fucking kill? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm prepared. I guess I'll read, like, because you read all of the little subtexts of each, like, category. I guess I'll read the feeling one, because you didn't read that one. It says, feeling individuals are sensitive and emotionally expressive. They have more empathetic and less competitive than thinking types and focus on social harmony and cooperation. Which makes sense. Because, like, mine is the complete opposite, and I'm like, fuck them kids. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, like, feel everything someone else is feeling. Like, I can just, like, I can, like, walk into a room. Only if I really, like, know somebody, you know? I can, like, walk into a room and, like, know what they're not thinking... I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm not trying to make myself the sound, energy. you know. Yeah, like well, I can feel you can their read energy. a room. Yeah, that's very easily. That's yeah. being empathic. Like, like if a couple had just had an argument, argument before, like I arrived, tell. I can tell. Yeah, instantly. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm like, the vibes are off. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Something's not right. Yes. And then also I have um, 65% judging. Yeah. <laughs> so we're so, very judgy. The thing, I, the thing about judging though versus pro- prospecting, because you got prospecting, right? Yeah. Victoria. Yeah. So I did. Yes. Prospecting. So, I feel the difference between those two is basically, are you a planner? Do you like to plan things? Do you like to have like lists? Do you literally write lists of like what you're going to do? Or do you just wing it? Like if you just wing everything, then you're up, like prospecting essentially. Which you know? is, which is weird to me how I got it so high. Cause I feel yeah. like I don't really plan anything, but at the same time, if my anxiety comes down to it, like mm-hmm. I will plan the yeah. shit out of something. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised mine was only what? I think it was like 60 something percent. If you scroll down, it'll be like in depth. Like if you ever want to take your time and just like read it on your own time and you can have it emailed to yourself as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had it emailed to me, but it didn't show mm, up yet. Oh, okay. Um, oh, judging. Yes. So I'm surprised that it was only 65% because I feel like I'm like, <sighs> right in mine. 75. I literally. Like, yeah. I literally am so oh. bad at this. Like, I will wake up in the morning. Oh, what? I'm okay. I touched her foot. Oh. I'm okay with it. It's fine. Anyways. She kind of looked at me and I was like, did we have a moment? Oh my God. <laughs> Are we going to hold hands? Okay. Ew. Um, anyways. <laughs> I'm still in the room. So, I feel we can like. hold hands. It's fine. We can hold hands in a circle. <laughs> so, anyways. Um... <laughs> What was I even saying? I forgot. Prospecting? (laughs) We're talking about prospecting versus judging. Okay, so I cannot enjoy my life. Like, I... I'll, I'll wake up in the morning. I'm really bad with lists. Like, it's... I feel like it's maybe an OCD thing. I've never been diagnosed with OCD, so I'm not sure if I have it. But I'll, I'll literally write down, like, in order of what I'm gonna do, even, like, my meals. Like, I'll have, like, breakfast you know, take a shower. Like I'll literally write down and I have to follow the list. And if I go, if I like deviate from the list, I like feel like I fucked up, you know? So I feel like I'm surprised that my judging score was not like a hundred percent. Cause I mean, maybe if you redid it, it would probably be higher. Yeah. You know? and Cause it, you'd actually be considering I'm also that. drinking. So whenever I'm drinking, you're like, whatever. Like whatever. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. it's fine, you know? But, um, so yeah, my judging was 65%. And then for identity, I'm 88% turbulent. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny to me because... You're beautiful. I have... What? Because <laughs> you're beautiful and, like, the fuck? Wait, I thought turbulent was, like, you have no hold of your emotions at all. No, it means you're self-conscious. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, a, ri- a wide range of emotions and to be... S- it's both. They're like... Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I was like not expecting that. I don't take compliments well, so I was like, fuck you. Which is why it's 88%. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. um, Yeah, I'm not good with my emotions. I can't control them. Who knows when I'm going to cry? I don't fucking know. It could be at any moment. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. On a very deep emotional yes. level. I mean, we'll get into this, but my moon sign is a Scorpio. Yeah. So, yeah. It's I'm constantly crying at all times. Okay. But that, anyways, that's the end of my... But I also wanted to throw out there 
that our, uh, um, it tells us who, like, what famous people have our type. Yeah. Um, I know, and I got, like, like, Nelson Mandela, (laughs) like, fucking crazy ass, like, like, Martin Luther King and, like, shit like that, like, I'm like, damn, so, like, some, some real, real ass people that, like, did some shit. (laughs) Yeah, so INFJ famous people. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, Nelson Mandela, Adam Sandler, Nicole Kidman, Carrie Fisher, like Shirley some really Temple. confident ass people. <laughs> Aristophanes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, yeah. So that's the wrap up of that. Oh wait, actually no, because you had a different type. I forgot about that. What was your type again? I had INFP. You have INFP. What was Misty's though? Mine's I and TJ. TJ. Okay, well, wait. Yours is going to be different then. Let's see. Okay, so Misty's famous people. Oh, C.S. Lewis. Jane Austen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Jane Austen, though. You ever think about how That's the my bitch. <laughs> how did they go back in time to, um, let's see here. I got Bjork. <laughs> who? William Shakespeare. Do you not know who Bjork, Bjork is? William Shakespeare. Alicia Keys. This is when a three years age gap makes a difference. Like, I feel like I was at the tail end of Bjork. She was like, you, you know who Bjork is, right? Okay. Well, you guys are also old. Um, you have to listen to her, though, because you'll like her. She's good. She is super weird. She's from Iceland. Johnny Depp. I got Johnny Depp. Oh, wow. Frodo, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> All right, let's, that's beautiful. Let's Our delve one. into Victoria's personality type. All right, so All right. hey guys, um, <laughs> I got INFP, so oh, that yeah. makes me a mediator. Um, dash T. Dash T. I'm that's turbulent. different. That totally makes sense because you're. Pr- I feel like you're pretty assertive. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just all self-conscious bitches. We're all me and Misty are bottoms. <laughs> I can be. I can be pretty assertive, but I also think that's just my cancer. Um, sign. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm 50, 57% introverted and 43% extroverted. Okay. Um, it determines how we interact with our environment. I feel like <clears throat> that can be true sometimes. Um, cause sometimes I feel a little more extroverted. So it really just depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling extra moody, I feel more introverted because I'm trying to like, conceal some of those emotions because I don't want it to spill over sometimes it can be a little intense so uh, for energy the trace that shows where we direct our mental energy I've got 53% intuitive and 40, 47% observant which that's that's pretty ac- accurate for me um, although again this just goes like you know, with how I'm feeling that day, some days I feel like I can be more observant. <laughs> Chugs the tequila. Not right now, of course. Um, <laughs> my nature, I got a 72% feeling, which oh my God. is uh, very, very accurate for me. I feel like, um, I, I'm even saying, like, as I'm describing, like, my feelings, I feel, like, I do that very often. Like, every time I describe, like, an experience, I say I feel until I think. and some people say I think. Like, Clay will say I think, and he got got tea. Yeah, I I constantly... Do you say I think? Mm -hmm. I describe my my experiences, like, through my emotions most of the time. I I feel like I do that. (laughs) Um, Tactics. 
I got 72% prospecting, which I don't wow. really know too much about that because, like, any other time I've taken this test, I've always gotten, like... So I guess that means I like, I mean, like right now in my life, I pretty much wing everything. I don't plan anything out. (laughs) Well, here, that way you can read the tactics. Um, So you can read that out loud. Oh, okay. So prospecting individuals are very good at improvising, spotting, and spotting opportunities. They tend to be flexible, relaxed, nonconformists who prefer keeping their options open. You don't conform. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, right now in this particular time in my life, I feel like I am a little more open to just um, winging everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, back like, a couple of years ago when I took this test, I was um, planning everything out because I, I actually had like goals I was working towards. But, you know, life takes change and things change. So Yeah, I feel like that was me like a few years yeah. ago. Like I was probably more just winging it because yeah. like I was like, you know, couch surfing for a while. So I didn't really know what I was going to do in the future. <laughs> So now I'm, like, trying to be hyper-focused on that. That's, I mean, uh, back when I took this test, I was working at Walmart, and, like, I wanted to move up in the corporation. In like, I was had a goal. Like, I wanted to become an assistant manager. Like I said, things, uh, life kind of changes, and, and things, uh, other opportunities arise. So I feel like now... I'm more open to other opportunities and I don't really have like a, a full goal mm-hmm. in my in my head like right now, which I, I'm completely fine with. Um, I'm, I feel like it's made me more open as like an individual, like as before, like I was totally focused on like one thing and like I didn't have anything else in my life going on mm-hmm. besides work. Yeah. <laughs> so I worked all the fucking time there. Mm-hmm. I'd work like 80 hours in a week, which is, like, way too much. Yeah, no, one I of, was making really good money. Yeah. Like, but it wore me down. One of my friends in Texas, she used to be a manager there. Mm-hmm. And she was fucking working her ass off to the point where she basically didn't have time to eat. And, yeah. like, she was, like, basically starving herself. Because mm-hmm. she would get, like, maybe one one break during the mm-hmm. day and she worked 15 hours yeah. as a manager um, that happened to me i i was working there and literally uh, i would work like a 15 hour day and i would get one break and it wasn't even a full hour and i was literally like underweight at the point i was like 119 pounds and i was going to college at the same time so oh it was just, jesus christ it had no time for anything mm-hmm. and I, I definitely like overstretched myself mm-hmm. i've learned a, i've learned a really big lesson tactics uh, identity is uh 71 turbulent and 29 percent oh. assertive oh oh okay i thought yours was dash a dash t oh okay then Okay. It was Ash. We all bottoms then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all just like, uh, all right. <laughs> like, what do you want? I don't know. <laughs> Yes. We're like, can you pick where we're going to go eat tonight? Yes. Like, if all of us Dude. wanted to pick where we're going to eat, I would probably would have to make have the to, decision. We'd have to struggle, yeah. Well, when I look at turbulent, I like I'm reading it, it says, Turbulent individuals are self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They are likely mm-hmm. to experience a wide range of emotions and to be success-driven perfectionists and eager, eager yeah. to improve. I feel like assertive people are the people that are like, this is what I want. 
I'm doing it right now. You know, like they're just like, they take the reins. This is what we're doing. Like, I feel like, I feel like Jenny would be like assertive, you know, like this is what we're doing. And then like somebody like me, I'm like, well, okay. I, I guess you could just like tell me what to do and then <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I kind of like, I look at this and um, again, it's more of like how I'm feeling that day mm -hmm. because there are certain days where I feel very assertive and I like know exactly what I want, but like mm -hmm. certain times of the month, like if I'm on my period, I'm <laughs> very emotional and yeah. I'm like super self-conscious, but I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm becoming less self-conscious, even though that says that I'm 71% turbulent. <laughs> um, I don't, but like, I don't think that it's self-conscious. I think it's more just like, I don't know, like assertive people, like they're the leaders, you know, like, and then the, I feel like turbulent is more so like, you're kind of like the emotional like assistant. I feel, you know? I feel like I definitely like as an individual, I feel like I'm I'm more prone to being a leader, mm -hmm. like, in any type of work that I do. I just like being the leader. Yeah. But it, I do get self-conscious, like, with my decisions that I make, because I want to make well, sure that that's... I'm, like, making the right decision for everyone. And and yeah. I, like, get self-conscious in the sense that I don't want to come off as, like, being too... Uh, controlling yeah. or like too assertive. Well, that I could think that's also be I get... like your work self. Like maybe that's like a mask. Like maybe your true identity, like when you're alone and like you're yourself, is you're more so somebody who just kind of like goes with the flow and lets somebody else kind of like take control of the situation. That's know? not true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely more turbulent at work, uh, but at home, I I feel like I'm more assertive yeah just because like I'm around people who like know me and I don't feel as self-conscious mm -hmm. about the decisions and things that I say yeah because like, like again, I know that like coming from New York and coming from here like coming down here I've had to work a lot on mm -hmm. like how I say things to people because mm -hmm. I've noticed when I first started working at Walmart I would be very very blunt and the way I would say things and people would take it in a, in a negative way. I mean, I agree <laughs> with you. Like, I'm from South Florida. Yeah. We're the same way, you know? Yeah. And East, people get so offended. It's just East Coast people. It's just... Yeah. I'm like, the whole Southern hospitality thing, I genuinely don't like it. <laughs> like, I just wish we could go into the real world, get our shit, and go home. I feel you know? like it... Well, see, that's why I like <laughs> living in the bigger cities in Texas, mm -hmm. because, like, we're also like that. Like, mm -hmm. like fuck your fucking Southern house hospitality bro like i'm not just gonna like can we just get to the point yeah like, like i'm not just... here to have a conversation like i want to get my stuff and go home can we but like i was it? also yeah. i was also born in california so <laughs> like people are fucking assholes there mm -hmm. you know like they're not gonna pussyfoot around and like you know try to be nice to you yeah. for... i feel like california is like a, its own country because <laughs> In certain parts, in certain it. parts of California, like, there you get a huge mixture of people. Like, mm -hmm. Heath grew up in Whittier, which is, like, an upper class, and, like, everyone else there was, like, more laid back because it's not, like, in a poorer part of the, the city, like, a poorer part of the state, you know? Like, if you're in a certain part of the state, you're going to be more, like you know, standoffish because you kind of have to, you're in that survival mode, yeah. I guess. Um, because like, if you're in like places like Whittier, you're like more laid back, 
I feel, because it's, yeah. you know, I you mean, don't have to, like, be in survival mode all the time. Honestly, that's how South Florida is, too. Like, I feel yeah. like Florida is, like, three separate states in one. Like, North Florida is, like... I mean, Texas used to be its own country, so... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about New York that... Is just, like, all the same. Like, everyone in New York is a fucking asshole. <laughs> They're all just angry because how yes. cold it is. I mean, oh I would be angry if it was that cold, yeah. too. So, I mean, hey. Oh, my God. Like, if you've ever seen Shameless... Yes, I have seen Shameless. Accurate, honestly. People, literally, I'd be walking down the street, and I was pretty close to, like, a really shitty city called Rochester, New York. Uh, You don't want to walk alone in daytime there, because you can probably get bugged, and no one would save you. Um, So, I'd be walking Everyone's trying to fend for themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Panhandlers Mm -hmm. out in the middle of the street, you know, stoppage, Mm -hmm. uh, like a stoplight. But I'd be walking down the street. Like, I walked everywhere while I was in New York. I, I would live in a really small town, so I can literally walk anywhere. And I mm-hmm. obviously didn't have a car because <laughs> I was, like, a teenager. But um, you would just be walking down the street. You'd pass someone. they just, like, flip you off if you, like, look in the wrong way, you know? Uh-huh. If you breathe on them, <laughs> they want to fight you. Like, yeah. That's just me. <laughs> like, if you breathe on me, bro, <laughs> get away. Like, come on. Oh if you I, breathe at someone. <laughs> can we just, like, talk about how, like, this podcast is, like, Jill's burping featuring yes. me and Jill? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Am I the star of the show? Happen? No, your burps no, are the star. No. Do you have to go pee? I have to go pee. All right. So, these bitches took another potty break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Felt good. Got all my pee out. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Same. So... If you guys want to do the personality test that we took, uh, just go to 16personalities.com. That's not a plug. They don't sponsor us. I wish... (laughs) Not sponsor. I wish you did. (laughs) Anyways, so we're going to go into... uh, What is it? it, What is it, Jill? (laughs) So, up next is the Enneagram. Now, this one is, like, the most emotionally based and the most, like... You have to kind of, like, make your own judgments like it's kind of like tarot card reading i think like where you pull a card and you're like what is this like you, you try to like tie it into you're your like, life you oh know? okay yeah you ask a question yeah it's very cards. like it's super like broad like it can be whatever like it i don't know it's kind of more like a tool to help you like understand yourself more you know mm-hmm. and i've used it a lot in my life and it, it really has helped so there's nine different types there is um the perfectionist, the giver, performer, uh, romantic, observer, questioner, epicure, boss, and mediator. Um, so each type uh, has a different like set of emotions, I suppose, and then they're all linked to one another as well. So if, if you need a graph, because <laughs> it definitely helps to look at a chart, I would definitely recommend searching up like Enneagram chart so you can see the layout. Um, so whatever your type is, whenever you're at your, like, your, your worst emotionally, you're going to be linked to another type. And whenever you're at your best emotionally, you're going to be linked to another type as well. So my type is four, which is, um, the romantic, the artist. (laughs) When I said that, I wanted to gag. Um, anyways, (laughs) because I do not see myself like that. So it says, who am I? As a leader, I'm emotion- I have emotional strength, empathy, and compassion. I desire to stand out. I want to express myself authentically, 
And um, at their best, I'm creative, emotional, self-aware, and expressive. I'm basically the most emotional of all the types. And whenever I'm at my worst, when I'm feeling like super confused and sad, I become um, a number two. So the two is somebody who completely gives themselves to others. Like they, they wanna do stuff for other people, but you have to, the way that you view it is when, when you're your worst, imagine that type, but like in a bad sense. So I tend to, like, let's say I do something for somebody I love and be like, well, I did this for you, you know? Like I'm trying to like- Guilt trip them? Yeah, <laughs> essentially, yeah. Like that's what I do when I'm like at my worst. Like I'm trying to like do stuff for other people. So like being a narcissist. In a bad way, yeah. It's not a good look, but like that's the thing. Like any type, like you're gonna, just imagine what, how can you view that type in like a, in a bad light, you know? And that's true to myself. Like whenever I feel that way, I, I have noticed that I tend to be more like emotionally like manipulative, you know, which like I said, is not good. <laughs> like, and I know that, but I'll, I'll, I'll tend to do that. And then, so when I'm, when I'm thriving, that's when I become a one and a one is the perfectionist. So that's somebody who they're, you know, once again, there's lots of lists. There's lots of like, you're on your game. You're like not feeling your emotions at all. And that's so true for me. Like whenever I'm feeling really good, I tend to like just kind of go about my day and get done what I need to do and not think about my feelings and focus on like how well did I do today, you know, but in a good, in like a good sense. So that's kind of like how I perceive that. So then am I reading the top three that I matched the most Just with? your first one. That's the main one, like okay. whichever one you match the, the, the best with. Okay. And I have saved pictures of yours as well, so. Oh, okay. All so right. you're an eight, right? Yes. <clears throat> so an eight is the challenger. So yours says you want to leave your mark on the environment. You're protective of, of their people. So people that you allow into your life. <clears throat> At your worst, you're egocentric, domineering, confrontational, intimidating, and angry. That's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and at your best... Oh, wait. Let me let me read my words first because I, I forgot to do that. Okay. No, me, you did. Did I? Yeah. You, it was the narcissist. No, I didn't. My worst. Self-absorbed. Dramatic. Envious. Withdrawn and sensitive. Very true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you are very dramatic. Yes. Okay. And then at your best, you're confident, strong, protective, decisive, straight-talking, and resourceful. Which I think is very accurate for you. Wow. Why? How? Right? <laughs> how did it just read my whole personality? <laughs> so whenever you're doing bad, you're having like a really hard time, you become the thinker. So you tend to overthink things. That's your downfall, you know? And whenever you're thriving, you're doing well, you become the giver. So you want to get out there, help other people, give everything you have. And just focus on others like you're you're over yourself you know yeah and i i think that 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 aspect is like uh like the people that i care about most mainly because like if you're a random person girl i don't mm -hmm. give a fuck about you but um, that, that ties back <laughs> to your eight you know like how it says you are protective of their it says protective of their people yeah so it's people that you've already decided you want to be in your life you know and then yours also says willing to take the heat <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like... it depends on what it is. Like, if you uh, <laughs> if you call the cops on me, bitch, you going under. <laughs> it also says natural leaders, direct, assertive, and you like to get results. 
So basically your whole core, per it kind of reminds me honestly of like zodiac signs, how you have like your sun sign, blah, 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 you know, like your sun, like Enneagram is an eight. Like that's like your core person, you know? And then how you react to situations is what morphs you into like other types. Like if you're doing well or not well, you know? Yeah. So uh, part of, I also found little comic strips for them as well. So four says, nice is boring. I liked it when you were a mystery, <laughs> which is like so cheesy, but I feel that. And then it also says, my song is now too mainstream for me to enjoy. <laughs> Like, I've literally had these thoughts before. Yeah. (laughs) My friends are too shallow to understand my depth. And then Transformers was a work of art when I was 10, but not anymore. Clearly, I can't trust the world. Like, that is such a dramatic over-explanation of, like, how I feel, you know, on the inside. So, (laughs) I need to find yours, Missy, because I actually forgot to look up your comic strip. God damn it. I'm sorry. I, like, like, really want to know what it is. Okay. <laughs> I, I say Victoria's. I just didn't have... Oh, wait. I just didn't have enough time to, to save yours. This is in the midst of the garage band situation. Bullshit. Fucking Thomas was so upset about it. He was, like, yelling about it. <laughs> Did you not hear him in the background? No. He needs to relax, honestly. All right, so more things about type 8 is uh, they're, they're magnanimous and protect others. They're larger than life. They have explosive tempers. I mean, okay, don't call me out like that. They fear their own weakness. Ooh. I mean, if we're going to get deep, right? That is some deep shit. Yeah. What's your weakness? What do you fear? I mean, I don't know. I feel like I fear, like, the confidence in myself whenever it comes to, like, actually pursuing my goals because... I've never been one to, like, stick to one goal. Mm. Like, I'll, like, get excited about it, but then I'll change my mind six months later. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, my career path. Like, I wanted to be a psychologist so bad, and then now I'm doing cosmetology because I realized that I have to listen to other people's problems. Well, you know... And I don't want to do that. If you're a cosmetologist, like, you're kind of like an untrained psychologist as well but i'll be doing something that i actually enjoy at the same time you know yeah (laughs) that's really interesting because like that's the whole reason why i went to college was because i wanted to pursue psychology and like i i do like lean more towards cosmetology and like makeup now it's just it's funny like you brought that up and i'm like i can relate Mm -hmm. yeah well it's because it's we actually want to do stuff that we enjoy like our personality types are naturally good at like being therapists but like we'd rather do something that we enjoy because listening to other people's problems in our relationships are already a thing so we already have to deal with it (laughs) And so now we're like kind of tired of it and don't really want to make a career out out of that. Like, I feel like that's why uh, psychologists have such a high suicide rate. Oh. Because like they have their own issues that they have to deal with. I think that psychologists, some of them can be sponges. You know, you have to learn how to like not absorb. Because I feel like a lot of psychologists are already really empathetic, which is why they want to be psychologists is to like help other people. But in that way, they also absorb 
everything that their patients are saying to them, yeah. you know, like, which is bad. Like, being an empath is so hard whenever you're doing it as a career, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and that's why I just, like, lost interest in it. Like, cosmetology, I can be artistic and also make money yeah. while mm-hmm. I'm doing it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, yours also says they need to dominate their own sphere. and Don't look at me like that. <laughs> they can't see what you're doing. <laughs> they trust their gut. So that's like, I feel like what I'm getting from your type, because I haven't really read too much on AIDS yet because I haven't met one yet, oh. is that they're just very like, which is so funny because it, it kind of goes against like your Myers-Briggs type, but they're more like assertive and like... Yeah, I they know so what they're too. doing. I, but you know? I also had taken the sixteen personalities test like a, a week ago, so I may mm. have just been feeling differently <laughs> in a whole week. Because I completely changed. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, oh hey, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, doing two jobs at once that week, so yeah. I felt really motivated to like be focused on yeah. certain things, and like now I'm just kind of like completely different <laughs> mm-hmm. about it because. You know, our job is more chill. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so more relaxed. And I can actually, like, be myself. Because even though I did have friends at my old job, it was mm, not the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, Victoria, what did you get for your Enneagram results? Well, I got The Giver, which is personality two. Okay. Uh, type two can be described as The Giver... Twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they can be loved and belong. <laughs> That's right. adorable. Hell yeah. I love that. So, you know what's funny? Can I just <laughs> can I just say it right now? All three of our personalities are linked in different ways. All of them. Okay. So if you see Break here, it down. Alright, I'm breaking it down. <laughs> Listener, pull up your chart. <laughs> so here we go, ready? Misty, here's you, right? Number eight. So whenever you are relaxed, doing well, you become Victoria. Okay. Victoria, whenever you're doing well, you become me. <laughs> when you're doing bad, you become Misty. Whenever... <laughs> you can fuck right off. <laughs> whenever I'm doing bad, I become now I can see that, though, Victoria. And myself. Yeah. So we're all kind of linked, which is interesting. So, Victoria, when you're doing, uh, let's see. I feel like when I'm trying to be of service to someone or trying to help someone out, I feel like that's the best part of me. Yeah. Because I can definitely be, like, really outspoken, and I feel like when I am being extremely opinionated, it's more so coming from me not being understanding. Yeah, yeah. which makes <laughs> sense. So Not like, listening. Whenever you're, like, having a stressful time and you're not doing well, yeah. you become, you're like, all right, this is when I need to snap into, this is, I'm fighting for myself. Yeah. Fuck everyone else. I become I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I become very... And that's me on a normal day. <laughs> yeah. Um. And whenever, whenever you're doing well, you're, like, you're allowing yourself to feel emotions. And you're like, I'm just going to, like, totally give in to the feelings. Yeah. Let the feelings in, you know? <laughs> and that's me on a bad day? No. On a bad day, you become the thinker. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, yeah. is totally unrelated to our other types. Oh, okay, but that's just, okay. that's somebody who literally can't get out of their head. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so I do have some stuff about Victoria. It says, um, am I lovable? Desire to love and be loved. <laughs> People are drawn to them. <laughs> question all the time at their best they're empathetic warm friendly selfless generous and loving at their worst 
They are manipulative, people-pleasing, possessive, and prideful. <laughs> um, I must be, and then your, your quote, like your saying is, I must be helpful to be loved. Aww. And then <laughs> I'm going to cry. Be sad. Hey, we do cry a little bit on this podcast. We do. We cry a little bit. <laughs> and then also your comic strip says, you're naturally extroverted. They feel the emotions of others, secretly wants their love to be noticed, needs to feel needed, tends to overextend themselves, and they ignore their own needs. Yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> I do, yeah. like I said, I do feel like I am more extroverted than I am introverted. Mm-hmm. It just, um, I guess it depends on, like, my relationship with other people. Yeah. Like, if I, if I feel comfortable with you, I can be more extroverted. Yeah. If I feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to be as open. Yeah. And sharing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> sharing is caring. Yes. <laughs> but, like, for people like me and Jill, <laughs> we overshare so that we don't have to actually share our feelings. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I feel like if I was to share my real feelings with people... They I would, would be locked up. Wonder why we are still here. Yeah, <laughs> like like some of the shit that me and Jill say to each other, we just like shock ourselves. <laughs> like when you say something out loud that you've been thinking, and you're like, oh my god, you're like, <laughs> like I could relate though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened to us like, today. I feel like if I can't share trauma with somebody, I can't like connect. You know, like I need to be able to talk about like really like awful things or else I feel like I can't really get a grasp on like a like a friendship I guess you know it's just hard well I think that that's why that this episode is going to be a good bonding experience (laughs) because like we're all finding out how emotional and fucked up we are yes (laughs) (laughs) like let's get into the daddy issues no I'm just kidding that would be a whole ass episode we'll we'll do a therapy episode in the future I'm not ready for that (laughs) no I don't think we're gonna do that that would be too much for our viewers they don't want to know that I'm not gonna be there for that (laughs) yeah no she'd probably just cry in the background Oh my god. Well, okay, so that I was. I probably would. That's it for the Enneagram, though. So, as you can see, it's very like. It's up to you to decide how you feel about your results, you know? Like, it's very, like, intuitive. Like, you kind of get a broad explanation, and then you have to decide, like, what it means to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it was pretty specific. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, it kind of explained to me in simpler terms than what the Myers-Briggs one did. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, that one was a lot of reading, but yeah. it was more generic. I feel like it's in between the Myers-Briggs and... Because Zodiac is so, like... It's, like, so emotional. Zodiac is very so... personal to you. That's yeah. Because it's... it has, like, your birth time, the, the place you were yeah. born, the... And then, like, Myers-Briggs dates. is, like, super, like, science-based, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Enneagram is kind of in the middle. Where, mm-hmm. like, there is, like, a questionnaire, but it is also up to you to decide, like, what... How you feel about your results, you know? Which I like. I really like that. But then again, I'm a four, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> All right. Do you want to dive into the zodiacs now, Let's Victoria? Since you're yes. the professional. I'm so uh, excited. Okay, so zodiac uh, people have been following the stars since like the ancient times, so it's not a new thing. People just look at it now as a form of entertainment rather than something that they actually follow. Because yeah, back- like, can I say, like, the fucking posts about, like, if you're a mermaid or a vampire, like, <laughs> that means you're a Pisces. Like, I'm sorry, but no. Like, Dude, that, what it's about, much, like... It's much deeper than that. What it's, about the ones where it's, like, 
your zodiac sign and your favorite snack. That makes me want to throw up. In modern times, Zodiac has become more of a form of entertainment and less about science. But back in the ancient times, people (laughs) actually followed the stars and they made... A chart? No, they made, like, accurate... um, Oh, like... Projections? Something like that. I'm just forgetting the word because I've had six shots of tequila. <laughs> I can tell by the way you're um caressing my drapes. Yes, I'm trying to think of the word. <laughs> She's caressing her drapes. So <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. They would make um, I just got that. They would make observations about people's health and like kind of determine like what would happen in the near future based <laughs> on like their zodiac birth sign. It's it's there's a huge history to the zodiac. Wait, they would relate the health Wait, to it. Yes. Can I be can That's I be crazy. a Debbie yes. Downer for just one second? Okay. What's okay. up? Can I tell my like honest thoughts about the zodiac? Yes. She okay. doesn't believe in it. No, just listen. All it's right. not even about believing in it though. Here's the thing. It's literally the stars, but all right. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. So when the zodiac was first created, and I feel like I can say this because I did go to college. <laughs> And, like, I took an astronomy course, and, like, he explained to me, like, part of that, you know? And the star, like, everything has changed so much since they were, like, first created, which was so long ago, Yes, that you're actually more likely, like, if you were born in the last, like, 20-something years, you're more likely to be in the sign that's before the sign that you were born into. So, like, technically, I'm, like, I'm a Virgo, right? I would have been technically a Leo, like according to when they were first created, right? And also, so that's one thought. (laughs) And also I think this is just me being like a more like of a science-based person. I think that a lot of the times you're kind of like, if you're given an explanation for yourself your whole life, you're going to kind of like agree to it, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to grow up thinking, yeah, you're a Virgo. You're told that over and over and over again. This is how you are. This is what you are. So you're going to you're going to kind of like adopt those traits no matter what because you're told that, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like I don't really know how I feel about the zodiac. Like I like it. Like I think it's super fun. I love like reading about it. I think it's interesting and I'm not completely discrediting it, you know? But at the same time, I f- I feel like it is kind of more of a fun thing. Like I don't take it super seriously. You well, know? that's that's kind of why I feel like I can't really relate to being a Pisces most of the time because I don't really feel like one. Like yeah. I feel like I relate more towards the Aries side mm-hmm. because like I was born so close to the Aries right. that yeah. Like, I can do both, and that's why I like actually knowing my moon and the rising, because that shows different aspects of, like, what I can actually relate to, because, like, if I'm being completely honest, I'm not really a Pisces. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me most of the time. Like, I feel like, I feel like my husband is mostly a Pisces. Like, he's more accurately a Pisces. Like, I feel like I have tiny aspects of Pisces, but not all of it, Mm -hmm. you know? But see, I also, I feel like I have all these thoughts, but at the same time, I read about Virgos and I'm like, wow, that is literally me. Like now in modern days, instead of like us making predictions on the stars and how the rest of our lives would be, even like medical information, like people, like I said, people back in ancient times would actually use the zodiac and the stars to predict medical 
conditions that would come up during your life Mm -hmm. based on your birth chart. But nowadays, people use it as a form of entertainment, but also as, like, a way that, like, to explain, like, ways that they relate to others. Mm -hmm. So I think when you're looking at the Zodiac, if you're, like, interested in it, it's probably important that you do study, like, your birth chart because, like, if you're just looking at, like, one thing, you're not going to completely identify with it, of course, because people are multidimensional and they're not usually just one thing. Mm -hmm. I know that I don't completely um, identify with just being a Cancer, um, but there's more aspects to the birth chart than, I guess, people really realize. Um, And I have a whole book. On everything. Did you bring the book? I did not. I couldn't find it. But literally, the book is called Everything You Need to Know About Zodiac. Damn it! (laughs) But I did bring some notes. Um, Okay, and there's every single planet is in your birth chart, and all those planets also relate to a different aspect of your life. Like your Pluto is Pluto planet in in your birth chart is like um, it represents the transformation within your life, like how how you deal with transformation. Like if you go through like a traumatic event or like a certain event in your life where it requires you to like change who you are, um, depending upon where your zodiac or where that um, planet lies within like a certain sign, that's how you're gonna deal with it. Um, Mine is in like Scorpio and Scorpio, um, like I'm giving examples from mine because I, I haven't really like read all of yours. Um, in detail, but mine, like, um, since Pluto is in the, the sign of Scorpio, it, it means that I deal really well with change. Like I'm, I'm super easily able to trans transform, um, because the sign Scorpio is about death and reincarnation and, and transformation itself. So, and I do identify with that just because there have been a lot of events in my life where I've had to like have major changes and I've been able to like hold my ground and and easily just go with the change mm-hmm. so it's never like been something that I've ever had a hard time dealing dealing with so I mean and like I got really into uh zodiac not just because like I believe in it I don't really like believe that that's all that I am because like I said, people are multidimensional. I used it as a guideline, literally, mm-hmm. because I didn't have any other guidance in my life at the time when I was looking into this and I was, like, trying to figure out who I was as a person and, like, I had no other guidance because I, like, came here when I was 20 and I had literally no one. So I had to figure it out, figure it out all on my own. And this was something that, like, I just gravitated towards mm-hmm. because it, like, kind of made sense to me, yeah. I guess. And it makes sense. I feel like, I feel like, zo- like same with Enneagram, like a Zodiac reading helps you kind of infer things, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it kind of like spits out general things and then yeah. you kind of, it helps you to like, at least begin the path to like breaking it down for yourself. Like self-discovery. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like that. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes into Zodiac, just like the other personality mm-hmm. tests that you've, we've gone over. But, like, the main ones in Zodiac are just obviously, like, your sun sign, moon, mm-hmm. and your rising. Um, and your sun sign, basically, it describes your basic nature, personality traits mm-hmm. that remains constant through your ups and downs and in life. for anyone listening, like, your sun sign is what you already know. Yeah, like, so, like, the day that you were born, the month that you were born in. Yeah. 
like I'm I'm a Cancer because it was born July nineteenth. I'm mm-hmm. on the cusp of Leo, which makes my moon Leo, and your moon is it represents your emotions and your inner mood and how mm-hmm. you like relate to other people within your like close relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like how you like view yourself, which is weird because I never thought like Leo was a like an accurate representation of my inner moods. But again, like. Like, I feel like the Zodiac isn't completely accurate, just yeah. just because, like, you've mentioned your sign could be in a completely different sign than yeah. what it is now, which is true, because my grandmother, um, this is just an example, she was born, I was born on the day my grandmother was born, so we both had the same birthdays, but her moon is in Aquarius, mm. so that just means that the moon was in a different position um, in 1931 yeah. than it was in 1993. But even, like, you know, do you know the year that the Zodiac was created? Like, it was probably long so, time ago. so long ago. Like, and I know the planets don't move fast, you know, like, obviously, like, it's a slow process. So but the sun could have been in a different position Yeah, at that yeah, time. it's hard to tell. So like, we don't what? really know. It's not completely, great, completely accurate. But I do, like, as far as, like, I read, like, the, the Cancer Zodiac and, like, I read the personality traits, like, I, de- I, I definitely identify with a lot of those traits. Mm-hmm. So I might just, like, if it's, like, accurate in some way, I may have just certain aspects of that in my personality. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I am, if I had to be any, like, sign, I'd be a water sign because I'm really emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there's your rising sign, which is your social personality, how you dawn on people as it relates to the Zodiac. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny because, well, what what is your rising Mine sign? Mine is Scorpio. Which is what I would have guessed. Like, that's what I... Do you ever, like, play a game... Maybe yeah. this is, like, me being a psychopath. But do you ever, like, <laughs> play a game with yourself where you're like, I wonder what this person's sign no, is. And then you time. guess... <laughs> And then, like, you ask them one day, what's your birthday? And then you find out, and you're like, oh, shit, I was right, you I know? actually just, like, while y'all were talking, I actually looked up, like, what my actual birth chart is. Yeah. And it's Pisces, Cancer, and Aries. I thought Capricorn, whenever I first got it, was, like, weird. Yeah. So whenever I did it, wait, this what time, was your, it was wait, actually cancer? Aries. You said Cancer, though? Yeah, this... Because when you first met Misty, you were like, is she a Cancer? Remember? But that, but was that your moon sign or your ascending sign? It's it's the moon. The moon. Yeah, oh, wow. I guess either like a Cancer or a Scorpio, just mm-hmm. because like I know some notice. type of water sign. <laughs> <laughs> water sign, just because like I don't like, know. Like if they have a certain look to them, you're like if they're a water it's sign. More of like a feeling, like I you're like, know, like they I've, cry all the time. <laughs> well, you had like a wall up. Yeah. Like when you first came in, you like immediately gravitated towards her and then you were like kind of cold towards me which I didn't take personally but I just like noticed it yeah and it may not be even accurate because it's just my perspective it's my interpretation it doesn't oh no mean I definitely was right <laughs> um, so but it was I, not personal <laughs> I caught on so I thought immediately like oh well she's obviously a water side because only water signs would fucking do that yeah. like I do that so. well it's funny that that your ascending sign is a Scorpio because when I first met you I was like she's a Scorpio yeah. obviously you know like my outer person like my outer like yeah. image and I feel like okay another thing too is when you start to like talk to somebody 
I feel like you can see their moon sign when they start to like break down their walls, you know? Cause like I had talked to Tristan for a very long time before we talked about zodiac signs. And I was like, what do you think I am? And he said, a Scorpio. And I was like, well, that's my moon sign. So like maybe he saw that like- The personality. Part of me, like who I like, like really am kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know? I thought that was so interesting. I haven't looked at his birth chart. Two Geminis in a relationship is like. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck shit. It's My chaotic. sister is, she's a Gemini, but she has a Scorpio moon. Yeah. So that's I pretty like, chaotic. I feel like Jesus we could, like, Yeah, it's bond. really bad. Well, because you said Virgos and Geminis are kind of similar. They are. So well, they, they share the same planet, which is yeah, the planet of communication. communication. So if we're like Virgo, Gemini, and then Scorpio, Moon. I really think you guys would I get along. I feel like we could get along. Yes. Allison, if you're listening, <laughs> why haven't I heard from you? But there's also suspicion that oh, comes dear. with being a Scorpio. That's true. You're always suspicious of someone else. So maybe like that's why things haven't progressed, because like there's just this... I feel like Scorpio's business. Because it's so funny because my, so my like sun sign is a Virgo, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) My ascending is a Virgo. Oh my God. (laughs) Which is so funny because I feel like it's very accurate. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like whenever somebody meets me, they're like, Jesus Christ, you need to fucking chill. Like, you're too organized. Stop cleaning. Like, enjoy your life for once, you know? But then deep down inside, I feel so emotional and dark and sad and like... Well, maybe that's why you feel the need to keep things clean and tidy mm-hmm. because you feel so out of control with your emotions. Yeah. Because I've oh. met... I have, oh. I have, <laughs> I have good terrible. friends with a triple, a triple Virgo and she is just artistic as Ooh. fuck. She's not... It's the only way she, she can is, let her emotions She is, cl- like, she is clean, cleanly. Like, she keeps things clean mm-hmm. and organized, but it's not like she obsesses over it. It's more of, like, she obsesses over, like, her artistic abilities. And mm-hmm. I've seen her. She's super talented. She's she's really great. And yeah. she really likes to talk, and she's always a positive, upbeat person. I don't know if that has anything to do with her Zodiac, but... You know, it's, I feel like with you, though, it's more of, like, this push-pull type like, of thing. Like, you feel out of control, so you have to be in control Well, a funny, like, a funny example is, like, let's say I wake up and I go about my day thinking, okay, I'm going to, like, deep clean the house. I'm going to do this and this and this. I have a whole list. But then while I'm cleaning, I'm listening to, like, angsty ass <laughs> fucking, like, like Marilyn Manson. Front bottoms, like the most <laughs> angsty music you can think of while I'm cleaning. Like that's like the perfect example of like my two signs like coming together, you know? Like I have to, I have to like let the emotions out somehow, but like in an organized fashion, you know? <laughs> Another interesting planet within your, your birth chart is the planet of Venus. It's like your interests, your emotions, your values, like basically it's the planet of love and the reason why i'm bringing this up is just because it's a random thought but like when i was looking at my sisters and in my chart together like we have basically there's you know a gemini and a cancer generally don't get along in zodiac but like because of our planetary positions like we get along in a lot of aspects especially with our venus um her venus is in cancer which means like it's a very deep emotional bond. Um, they can be very clingy and very needy. But then Gemini's are like more lighthearted, 
um, upbeat, mm -hmm. which kind of, like, when I looked at that aspect of it, it was very interesting because it was, like, almost complementary to each other mm -hmm. because I'm a Cancer and her fetus was in Cancer. So, like, on, on a regular basis, I am a Cancer and, like, I'm very, like, shut off from the world and sometimes I can be clingy, but, like, her Venus, her love planet was like in that so she like knew had to like uh make me feel warm and comforted and like growing up we were always like really best friends it was like all we we had each other and that was it and then like whenever um she was down and out like I I would like always cheer her up so mm -hmm. it's just interesting yeah I and I have your guys's but you're a polar Signs. Uh, I'm gonna oh, dive no. into Does that. Does that mean like direct opposite? Yes. Oh fuck. It doesn't necessarily mean that you guys would get a get like hate each other. Sometimes yeah. it can mean that you compliment each other and you get along. Oh shit. Um, because wait, my can mother. Can I guess mine? Sure. So I feel like mine would be. It's actually just on on the yeah, zodiac. Like on, yeah. Yes. Okay. I feel like the opposite of Earth. So fire, water. So Earth, air. Air's the opposite of Earth. So it would be, oh shit, a Libra, my a Gemini. Brother is a all, Libra. All all Earth signs are polar opposites of water, oh. and all fire signs are polar opposites of air. Okay. All right. So then, air feeds in the fire, and water feeds the earth. Okay, that I makes guess. sense. <laughs> See, I like I think fire, water, because of Avatar. Anyways, um, so I think that mine would probably be. Cancer? Nope. Pisces? Yes. She's your polar opposite. That's literally why we're so mean to <laughs> sister, each other. Sister, sister! <laughs> so, Cancer's polar opposite is Capricorn, which mm. I have a lot of Capricorns in my family. My bro my oldest brother's Capricorn. And let me guess, I like don't get along with them. I, like I love them, oh, actually. How we're talking I, about, I, like, I get along we with her signs. If someone is something... I feel like I'm always right with Capricorns. Like, if I if I think they're a Capricorn, I'm, like, always fucking right. Like, Kylie's Capricorn, Amy from, from Nature's Way is a Capricorn. Like, all the Capricorns I've guessed in my life have been accurate. <laughs> oh, you saved my birth chart. Your Venus is in Scorpio. Oh, no. What does that mean? I can read it to you. <laughs> Yeah, actually... Does that mean I'm an intense The information lover? that I gave you, I guess my ascending was wrong. Because, like, I actually knew the time this time. And oh. I look, and I looked it up. Okay. So you it's actually it Aries. Yeah, I looked at two different times, and I got Capricorn or Aries. Okay. But I just decided to go without, like, knowing, and that just gives you your sun and moon and not a rising. So okay. So your Venus represents an interest in emotions and values, exchange and sharing with others. Venus and Scorpio people attract others with their intensity and willingness to commit. They have a strong and concentrated manner which suggests their feelings run deep. Their actions in love tend to promise deep commitment and sexual pleasure, even if they are not telling you this directly. Their appeal... Unless you have trauma. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh no. <laughs> their appeal lies in their focus on you and their dedication. Venus and Scorpio seems fearless to, or when it comes to intima intimacy. Potential lovers get the feeling that Venus and Scorpio will never stray, and they are intensely loyal to the one they love. 
they possess you and somehow make it seem attractive to be possessed. Uh, what? <laughs> like, like, what's intimacy? I Sorry, just, but what? Right? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I kind of do. Wow, you guys, we've been recording for like two, two hours. And a half hours, yeah. like literally. I do feel that way, but also like I, I know f- that Scorpios are very, very loyal people. Yeah, like I could never see myself cheating. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It That's just good. It I'm, disturbs me. I'm, pre- I'm prepared for mine. <laughs> oh, no. You want to know yours? Yes. <laughs> okay. There's also a Lilith, which is not a planet. It's just like an energy, but it's like your darker, deeper nature, <gasps> oh my which God, could be me. interesting. Tell me that deeper nature. Well, let me get to her Venus okay. first. Because uh, that one is interesting. I like it a lot. Mine is an Aries. <laughs> Oh. My deeper, darker nature is an Aries. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> Venus represents... I already read that. Okay. Venus and Pisces. So your Venus is in Pisces. Uh, Venus and Pisces people project themselves as dreamy, soft-hearted partners. Everything about the way they flirt promises a lovely time. <laughs> Theirs is a... An elusive charm. They're sweetly playful <laughs> and a little moody and perhaps a little irregular. They appreciate romance and poetry and they prefer to feel out both you and the relationship you share. So don't expect too much planning ahead. Their sensitivity can be a little misleading at times. Yes, they are sensitive folks. But lovers <laughs> may find it maddening that this sensitivity is not only directed at them, but towards all of mankind. Yeah, like, literally, my husband has told me before that, like, he doesn't know what to do with me ever because I either don't want him to be around me or touch me at all, (laughs) or I want him to buy me flowers and take me out to dinner. There's no in-between. I mean, it's the fish. They, They swim in the fucking sign. They're both swimming opposite ways so yeah like and i was like i don't know what to tell you bro because sometimes i really do not know which one i fucking want i feel like pisces though as a sign itself they're like very much like the ocean the tides go in and then they go Mm. out so like there's there's full of emotion and then there's like the waiting part where you're just like and i feel like that's you like in a friendship too and you're very deep like you're very deep and emotional. There's there's always something underneath what you're actually mm-hmm. seeing. Like you don't see the full the full thing because it's like the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's very mysterious. <laughs> wait, wait, say that into the microphone. It's very mysterious. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Venus and Pisces men and women want you to know that their love is unconditional. They are unimpressed by your status. And love and accept you for all you are inside. They love the underdog and are attracted to wayward folks or those in need of little help. When their romantic view of the world, they can be unreasonably attracted to states of suffering and martyrdom. Martyrdom? Martyrdom? I don't know whatever i'm uh, confused i mean it's you not... love people who are fucked up essentially 
That's what I'm getting from I this. mean, that makes sense. Because <laughs> literally attracted. all of my exes are fucking You're like, crazy let me assholes. wallow in your misery with you. You're attracted to emotionally unstable folk. Oh my god. Is this our friendship? Like, I- <laughs> Yes, it literally is our friendship. <laughs> I feel like the bonding part of our friendship was last year when I was like... Having mental breakdowns every week. Up. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to scroll down to your Lilith. Um, so is this like the most darkest, deepest part of your... So your Lilith, Black Moon Lilith, represents our darker, deeper natures that may be repressed or buried. Ooh, I, I mean, this. I feel like mine kind of leaks out every once in a while. <laughs> your Lilith be leaking. <laughs> your Lilith is in Leo. Oh. She may have felt wrong for calling special attention to herself, for seeking the spotlight, or for seeking to be better than others in competitions. She may feel uncomfortable with people expressing their leonine traits. She needs to find ways to accept the very na- natural and human need to for applause. This can help put an, ex- an end to extreme behaviors in those in these areas wherein there's a period of remorse or she seeks attention and perhaps goes to an extreme. I feel like that's pretty accurate because like, for example, like whenever people buy me lunch and like I can't pay them back, I feel extremely bad about it. Sorry. <laughs> Like literally, like yes. Have we both done you that? Feel y'all, bad, y'all though. both bought me stuff, oh and God. I feel fucking horrible. But I'm it. a natural I... caretaker. When I see someone, stop being too. I just like want to help. Yes. It's a natural thing that comes. I know, and like, I'm like nothing other than like see, I need to nurture you. I'd rather struggle or like starve okay. than like <laughs> have someone pay I'm for something for me. I know. I have to swallow my pride. I just know if it was reversed, like you would do the same for me you know so yeah. i don't care because i'm like whatever like one day in the future even if it's like a year from now like you would do the same for me yeah you know? whenever so. i'm hopefully less broke <laughs> <laughs> eventually okay so yours is oh chorus what so this is your oh darker God. deeper nature. i don't know if i want to hear this can have a hard time feeling truly satisfied or sated but can also fear the state of wanting Perhaps there were penalized or criticized. They were penalized or criticized for being slow, savoring things, or enjoying them, enjoying and indulging themselves. Fear of loss can lead to possessiveness, understanding that and accepting the very human desire to own and have, and expressing these things moderately irresponsibly can be empowering. And it says opposition between Lilith lunar node. This aspect sometimes means a troubled sex life <laughs> and i love how the last one of hers was like she's so sexual and now it's like but see it's but wait, troubled listen, but this is where i struggle because and i feel that way but then there's like a part of me that's like no <laughs> so like, it's a battle so is this going on the podcast can this not go on the podcast it's fine no it's <laughs> not it's it's going so my venus huh. my venus is in <laughs> never mind she made y'all better say your lilith i i said hers and i'm gonna say mine my venus in gemini Gem- gemini 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 my venus is in gemini uh venus in gemini people will 
try to win over the object of their affection with witty conversation displaying just how much they know and demonstrating their diverse interests. These lovers and pl- are playful. Some might even call them a tease. Damn. Okay. Alright. Can I reference one day when I was putting away the stock and you were like, I like the way you cut open that box. Sorry. <laughs> she does that to me. All the time, and I've only worked there for three days. Like, oh my god! I'm sorry. I just sometimes feel closer to people than I actually am. Like whatever we were leaving, and I, she was putting the produce in my oh bag, my and she did it slowly <laughs> and looked me in the eyes. Did she make eye contact? Yes, I was yes. like, oh, okay. They are hard to pin down, so and they resist relationships that promise to become too comfortable. Uh oh. Don't it's listen to you. <laughs> it's true. Uh-oh. <laughs> Even those with their son in Taurus or Cancer who outward demeanor, whose outward demeanor may suggest some reserve and caution, it's not true. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> She's lying to will herself. Want, I have, like, a constant battle. Will want their relationships to be stimulating and full of conversation with Venus and Gemini. And that's true, because whenever we're not talking... That's, like, the worst part of a relationship. When I'm sitting there by myself and I don't have anyone to talk to because most of the time I don't talk to anyone unless I'm drinking. Like, if I don't have that in a partner, it drives me insane. Because I feel, like, very, very isolated. I need, like, the constant communication. Me too. (laughs) Are we calling out Clay right now? Can't relate. (laughs) So, I'm gonna... Scroll forward to my... Are you okay? <laughs> what? Are you literally shitting yourself right now? <laughs> I think so. It's okay. We've Do you want me to take a break? No. Okay. Lilith, Lilith oh, is an Aries. Oh. There can be some fear of taking the lead, asserting oneself, and making executive decisions. These things need to be learned in, a, in this lifetime. And when integrated and accepted, it can be empowering. Which is true yeah that goes back to like the uh turbulent yeah like how how we're all high turbulence because of the self-conscious like needing confidence for that kind of stuff and that i mean that means something to me specifically because like i said like with the turbulent thing i i view that more as like I do like taking the lead in in my line of work like if i'm working i like to be a leader I just, it's something that I enjoy, but I always, like, am self-conscious that I'm, like, being too, too harsh or, like, making people not like me because I'm being too blunt. Like, I'm constantly battling that where I'm like, am I doing the right thing? I mean, to be honest, you can be completely blunt with us and we'll be like, all right. Yeah, (laughs) I love... I love bluntness. I okay. love that That's shit. That's why we're friends, because like, if, you if I'm me, real if with I her... If I did something fucked up... Did we just... <laughs> <laughs> we just touched hands. If I did something fucked up, literally call me out my shit, like, right then. That's Seriously. usually what I do. Yeah, I, I want to know. try to tone it back. And then I will shit. fix myself, and then we'll move on. Like, it's fine. I, you I know? can be really, really blunt. <laughs> I love that though. I just like I yeah. hate I hate when people are like, uh-huh, okay, like they just kind of like laugh along. No, try I'd to, rather like, have someone you. be very blunt with me because that's yeah. how my father was. And yeah. that's that's one of the biggest things that like, uh, 
uh, Tristan was telling me about whenever we were like having our deep conversation (laughs) about like, you know, just kind of our personality types. Um, he was telling me that, that I seem like a very open and honest person. And I was like, yeah, if you're being a fucking asshole, I'm going to fucking tell you. You know what? This is where, when we're going to cry a little bit because Misty, like (laughs) you, (laughs) you have literally like helped me so much because you have, okay, (laughs) stop. (laughs) You, whenever I was like struggling really hard last year, like you, I can't look at you. (laughs) I'm going to cry. You were so honest with me. Like, you weren't just, like, trying to, like, make me feel better, you know? Like, you were like, this is what you need to do. Yeah, you'd be, like, scream crying and there'd be a moment of (laughs) silence. And I'm like, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to get your fucking shit together. And, like, you never, like, coddled me or, like, tried to, like, you know, just look at the bright side all the time. Like, you were trying to actually help me, like, get out of my comfort zone. Yeah, because, like, I feel like that's what you wanted. You wanted Mm -hmm. someone to coddle you. And I was like, no, bitch, that's not what I'm fucking here for. Yes. So that was, like, appreciated because I never had anyone like that in my life before. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, so we're going to move on. I love this shit so much. So anyways. This is what happens when we drink. We just get, like, really emotional and cry. Yeah. Also, wait. This can is I say the, one more thing. This wait. is the segment where uh, Victoria ASMR speaks yes. into the mic. <laughs> also, wait. <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm like so happy that I have friends now. Like, you guys are so great. Like, Jill is okay. actually okay. crying. <laughs> no. Yes. I've never like I've never had friends like this before. You know. So, anyway. <laughs> She's actually crying. Oh, no. No, Stop I'm not. It. Yes, you are. I can see I you. I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, oh so. Oh, my God. Yeah. If I wasn't so numb emotionally, I would probably be crying. Don't fucking <laughs> pretend like you have feelings. Same. I'm so Same. over it. <laughs> I haven't cried in, like, ten years. Okay. I haven't cried in ten minutes. I, I literally even, cried today earlier. I didn't even cry at my own father's funeral. Jesus Christ. It's true, but it's just how I deal with things. I'm sorry. I got emotional, so I threw up. That's just how I deal with things. I don't cry anymore. Okay, well, anyways, guys, this is one hell of an episode. Yeah, Um, I hope you fucking listen to the whole thing. Why do you listen to us? I do not know. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully you will enjoy it. If not, yeah. then I guess go fuck yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> to be very blunt. We lose like all ten of our subscribers. <laughs> all ten. <laughs> and like half of them are us. Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. I'm okay. one of them. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Victoria, thank you for yes, coming by. Welcome. Being on our podcast. Yep. Round of applause. Yes. Oh no, oh wait, no, stop. What? That'll be really loud at the oh, viewers. Okay. We don't clap in the mic. Should we plug our socials? <laughs> Alright, so. <coughs> um, nice. <laughs> that was me trying to clear my throat. But, nice. but not really. And there's Jill's burp. Goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. So, we are on Facebook at Let's Shoot the Shit. And it's Let's Shoot the Stuff. Because, guess what, Jill? They don't allow cursing on Facebook. <laughs> 
they literally flagged my post for not, <laughs> for not being able to like boost it because it says shit. Wait, in for it. real? Yes. And I was like, you fucking cunts. <laughs> Oh my god. And our Instagram is at let's underscore shoot the shit. And you can uh, go on over there and like our three pictures. Um, Four, pretty soon. uh, Yep, four now. (laughs) Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully, if Jill doesn't. What's next week? It's your turn. Fuck! All right. Um, (laughs) Jill doesn't even know. Okay, so. So next week, we're going to talk about our childhoods and where we grew up, because we're both from not Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm from South Florida. I'm from Texas. <laughs> like, literally, all 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 over. Y'all, yes. y'all will find out. Y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all will find out. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about the melting pot, melting pot that is South Florida. <laughs> as well as Texas. Disturbing but. it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Yes. So we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. Uh, The week after that, it's Jill's birthday, so we will be getting way too wasted to even press record. Yes. Um, So we'll probably be skipping that week. Um, Or, you know, if not, we may just pre-record so that you don't have to miss an episode. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank y'all for listening. We don't know why you still do. Um, (laughs) But goodbye. Yes, bye. Cue the music. (laughs)